you're mentally capable and you're a go-getter and you're willing to put yourself out there, take some risk, entrepreneurship is the only way, you know? I mean... Welcome to another episode of The Michael Maloney Show, where we take you on a journey around the world, exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. I've learned over the like 20, 30 podcasts that I've done to always press record because sometimes... Yeah. We'll start talking and, and it'll just be too good to miss. So, um, what made you decide to start doing this podcast? Really to shed light on like what our lives are like, you know, um, as, as entrepreneurs, um, there's, as, as, as you know, um, running the hardscape company, you know, there's a lot to it and there's a lot of people that want to do it and don't do it because of just the fear of the unknown, you know, not believing in themselves. Um, even though they're so unhappy at their job, they just don't want to go out and take the risk. And so I kind of, what my, what the goal of the Michael Maloney show is, is to share what people like you and I do, why we do it. Um, what, what the situation was that got us to start a business, you know, and, and, um, and just shed some light on it because I believe personally, if you're mentally capable and you're a go-getter and you're willing to put yourself out there, take some risk, entrepreneurship is the only way, you know? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely, bro. I couldn't see my life any other way, working for somebody else, making money for them. Uh, I need the freedom that it provides me. And, you know, it just gives me the ability to do things I would never be able to do if I worked for someone else. And like the way my life is shaped out, like it, it's just amazing. But like you said, it's it's the mental tenacity to be able to push forward through all the hard times. Like you got to be a tough tough dude to be able to maintain through the ups and the downs. It's a roller coaster. It is. It and it's it's tough. But God, the way I've looked at it um, is it it offers an opportunity to like. It's kind of like if you heard of those people that or. Some people do it. Well, they'll go to uh, like a Navy SEAL training on the beach, and they'll just spend like three days just getting the shit beaten out of them, and you know, just to like develop mindset, you know. And it's kind of like that's basically what a business is in a way. It's like it's like you're signing up, you're putting everything on the line, like you're going for it. Like you either fail or whatever, but it's it's like a course. It teaches you all the hardships and. I remember when I was like probably two years into starting my business, I've, um, the, my landscaping company, I've, I've had it for probably, I started in like 2015. So it's been about seven years, but I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, owning a business is nothing like what I thought it was. It, it really wasn't because it was, I got into it. I got into landscaping because I I had known how to do it. I grew up in the industry. I'd, I'd done a few different things that allowed me to be dangerous enough to be able to do it. But then once I started, like, like once I, once I had a full schedule, and um and I and I learned that I like I wanted to actually grow the business. Like being in the business and being on the business are two different things. I'm sure you've realized that. Like being like in it all the time like running all this and and everybody's at a different spot. So, and, and we'll find out, I, I'm not exactly sure right where you're at. Um, and to anybody listening to this recording today, Justin and I, we barely know each other. I've met Justin on Facebook um, through some other people that we both know. I've, we followed each other for a while. I, I see your posts all the time. So I feel like I know you, but ultimately we really don't know each other that much. Um, each other pretty well through this one. Yeah. Right. But just, I guess what I'm getting at is it just wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's it's good, but it's it's a lot more of management and like future looking and um, like just optimizing efficiencies um, and just figuring out the best way to do what we do so that we can make money so that we can roll it into future endeavors. And it's, it's really exciting. But do you agree? Like, is it, is it what you thought it was going to be or was it, is it a little bit different? It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. 
to run a co sure. to run a company successfully. I know plenty of business owners that do good work. They really struggle with the business aspect of it and the company suffers and, you know, they just kind of skate by. They do enough to be able to pay the bills, uh, buy the boat, drink beer on the weekends. But I wanted a lot more than that. So I right. wanted a legacy, something for my, my kids, mm. uh, something that I could look back on and be proud of. You know, I, I want it all. God, I love it. Well, this is really good. So I, I tell you what, I just have a few questions just to kind of like get going. Um, we've already talked about some good stuff here. We'll usually keep this podcast to about 25, 35 minutes, somewhere in there. Um, so don't worry too much about time. But um, without telling me exactly what you do, even though I already kind of gave it away to anybody listening, tell me who you are as a person. Like, what do you believe in? Like, why do you do what you do? I'm a man of faith. I love Jesus. Uh, things from my past have shaped me. You know, I guess I guess we need to go back a little bit to talk about who I really am. Growing up, yeah. I struggled with acceptance, self-acceptance. I didn't really like myself. Sure. I don't know why, but I didn't like myself. And I found that drugs seemed to be the answer for that. So when I was in high school, I started getting high. Everything was great. I didn't have a care in the world if people didn't like me. Just pot, just like just all the time, just dabbling with it. Yeah, just some weed and, and then started drinking. And um, I got in an accident when I was 16. This DOT state dump truck swerved in our lane and hit us head on. We were actually headed to go get some weed. And he swerved. Oh, in, wow. Yeah, and hit us head on. And it messed us up pretty bad. Luckily, he wasn't going very fast. I think he was almost out of stop, but we were going about 45. I hit the brakes, but it was, it was raining really hard. So we just slid right into him, dude. And you know, it was like hitting a brick wall. Sure. So that's when I got introduced to pain pills and turned out I love pain pills. Oh uh, yeah. And that seemed to be my solution for the time. And, uh, eventually that progressed until I got into heroin. And I was strung out on heroin for, you know, I would say six years. No Just, way. Wow. Yeah, every day, every day craving it. And so the thing about addiction is that it's, it's pure hopelessness. I guess the best way to explain addiction would be to say it's like drowning. And when you're drowning, there's only one thing you want, and that's a breath of air. And that's what it's like to crave drugs when you're addicted to them. Mm. And you don't care about anything else in the world but that next high. So you'll do whatever. I've never been explained it that way, but that makes sense, man. God, six years. Yeah. And you'll, and you'll destroy every relationship that you have. I mean, I've stolen from every family member. Uh, I remember the worst thing was I stole every, stole every bit of gold out of my grandma's um, dresser. And I stole these two rings that granddad had gave her. And this was, this was, uh, it wasn't long after that, that she passed away. And when she found out the gold was gone, she just wanted the two rings back. She wanted to be buried with them. And I couldn't give, oh. them, I couldn't give it back to her, you know? Wow. And, and her husband, my granddad, when he was in the hospital, he just went in for a routine surgery, but I was supposed to go see him before he went into surgery, but I chose to go get high instead, and he ended up dying, and he was oh. my best friend. You know, we, we would go hunting all the time, and I, I spent a lot of time with him, and, and he was my best friend, but, uh, you know, I got countless stories like that where I chose drug over something that that was more important. It should have been more important. It wasn't at the time, and eventually it progressed until I was homeless. And, and I got memories of cuddling up with a stranger in a shed in the winter to keep from freezing. Uh, you know, just dude, uh, first of all, let me interrupt you quick and just say congratulations on getting yourself out of that and finding, I mean, you're a successful business owner. I mean, you've got a family, right? Yeah. Well, I got a wife. Yeah. We're, we're going to try to have yeah. some kids. <laughs> dude, that's, and the crazy thing is, and, Holy shit, man. That's, I mean, that's a heavy past. And I mean, you've gotten through it. And, and the crazy thing about it is, and I, I'm a firm believer in this and it's what you go through gives you the perspective to enjoy life. And like, I have a two-year-old, my wife and I have a two-year-old 
and I was telling the babysitter, it's probably been like four or five months ago when I was picking him up, she was telling me how he fell on his face that day and had a bad accident. I'm like, I told um, Kim, I said, Kim, our goal, my goal is to put this little kid, Cal, through as much hardship from now until he's 14 as I can, 18, so that he can turn into the person that he needs to be. So that he, hardship brings you the perspective. I, I sometimes use the analogy, it's like glasses. It's like every time you go through something in life or every time you get an experience, it adds a shade to your glasses and it it's the perspective. It's, it's those glasses that allow you to see the world for what it really is. And I'm sure someone like you, Justin, who has had the past where, and I can relate. I've, I, I've never deep digged as deep with the, you know, heroin stuff, but I've, I've smoked a lot of marijuana. I've done cocaine. I've been around stuff. So I, I know what you're talking about, but not, not to the extent that you're saying, but, but every, but it allows us to appreciate what we have now. You know what I'm saying? Like you have your life put together now and, if if for some reason you had a, a um what's the word uh a craving for something you might think to yourself well think about how good my life is now and how much different it is from where it used to be and like if you look at some of the most successful people in the world most of the time they come from some hardship in their life and it's that hardship that when you can get through it then all of a sudden, smaller stuff is just like, ah, oh, whatever, I can get through it. Like, I had to, I had to quit smoking pot, and I, and I smoked for like, literally eight or nine years straight, you know. And, and not, once again, I'm not comparing myself, but that was really hard for me to do, right? Once I did it, like for for the longest time, I did. I was just convinced. I convinced myself, like, hey, I'm just a daily smoker. That's just who I am. Like, you know, I tried quitting maybe five to eight times, and you know, made it like a month and then I'd go back to it. And then I, you know, so after a while, I like built this muscle inside of me that believed that that was who I was. Well, then once I got through it, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, if I can quit smoking, I can do other things. Like, I'm sure. Can you speak to that? Like, can you relate? If you can quit heroin, you can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's why it's like, like we have to train ourselves to like, Look at it as a blessing. Like it's it's such a weird thing. So many people just don't have the desire to to adapt to that perspective. But it's the the people that achieve the most and create the the most freedom and abundance in their lives have been through that stuff. And it and it's just kind of like uh, developing work ethic. Like some um, just like you, Justin. You know, I'm a rather young guy. I'm 28, turned 29 in five days actually. Um, but a lot of people are like, Mike, how did you do what you did? And like starting a business and growing this bit, you know, and doing all this stuff. And um, how do I, you know, they'll say, how do, how do I do that? And oftentimes it'll be a young lad or it'll be a parent of a young kid. And I'll say, go get work experience at a young age. Like, because once you, you have to develop the work ethic muscle and like, can you, can, do you remember a time like when you had to go to work and you just didn't want to go? Oh, yeah, plenty of times. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you go. Still, still don't want to go to work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so exactly. And that's the thing. Like, And that's why it's important to remember this because sometimes it's like Monday morning. It's like even for me who's who's motivational and tries to stay positive all the time and who, who I like to think that I'm a, you know, I have a good mindset all the freaking time. You know, it's like a Monday. It's like, well, I don't want to do this or I'm not excited to do this. Well, you have to remind yourself that like there's the good and like the ups and the downs and like, it's all necessary to move the pencil forward. So um, I think that's really important to recognize. I look back on my life and pinch myself because it, it was such a hard road, you know, quitting drugs was actually the easy part. Looking back at it. When I went to treatment, I spent 90 days in a treatment center. Then I moved to a halfway house. I live in a halfway house for a year, rode the bus, over two hours to work, two hours home every day. Wow. Got fired, got fired for multiple jobs working construction. And I mean, you know, I just sucked at what I was doing at the time because my brain didn't work correctly. It had been fogged mm. for so many years with drugs and I got discouraged, but I always knew like there was more out of life and, and I knew I could do it. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know how long it was would take. I just was waiting for my opportunity and, um, 
I was working a dead end job and I got a phone call for somebody that wanted me to run their landscape company, but all I knew how to do was cut grass. So I, you know, I told you know them or how, they he, just called you out of nowhere. So I was actually sponsoring another addict that was in early recovery and oh, like being there, like mentor kind of, yeah, basically you walk, you walk them through the steps, you teach them how to stay clean and how to live a better life. Cool. So he had recommended me to him and he called me and I was, I was kind of scared to take the job because I didn't know anything about running a company and that's what he wanted. He wanted somebody to be able to run the company and cut grass. I was like, well, shit, can't be, it can't be that hard. You can do this. You'll figure it out. And we got into it and, you know, before too long, he really let me take the reins on it. He owned a plumbing company. So even though he told me he was going to be involved in the landscape company, he wasn't. And before too long, I started seeing these projects of hardscapes, and I was like, "Man, I want to, I want to build this stuff." And he got me some jobs. So at this time, where where did the guy that you were sponsored come in? Was was he the one that owned the he, the person you sponsored? He owned the companies. No, he worked for the plumbing company. The guy he worked for the guy that owned the plumbing company. Gotcha, and, gotcha. And the guy that owned the plumbing company wanted to buy a landscape company and run it. I guess he thought that all he had to do was buy a company, hire somebody, and they would build it for him. Mm, I see. Yeah. How'd that end up going then? Not, not good. I burned that thing to the ground. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, bro, I didn't know how to run a company. I didn't know how to build the stuff. Everything I've learned is literally from YouTube. I watched YouTube videos. Amen. And I built things the wrong way and, you know, countless times of me wanting to give up, knowing, knowing that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to let that, let that demon creep in to get me to quit. But I wanted to, cause it was so hard and I, I just couldn't figure out how to do it successfully, you know? And, um, two years, two years into it, he had had enough. I guess I had burned through enough of his money without being able to make it successful. <laughs> so, I. Uh, I, I didn't know what to do, man. I went and took a job getting paid $14 an hour and I had countless bosses over me and I, I hated every second of it. And then somebody called me thinking I still was running that company and they wanted me to do a little project and I bid it high and I got the project. So I went and did it on the weekend and ended up rolling over in the next week, but I made a thousand dollars a day and I said, that's it. I'm starting my company. So there you go. I started March of 2020 was when I started working for myself. Really? Yeah. Gosh, that's awesome. So what do you mainly do? Is it, I know, um, is it, it's a lot. How do you say your last name? Last name is it Lofter? Lauder. Lauder, Lauder. So Lauder Hardscapes, right? Yeah. Lauder Family Hardscapes. Yeah. So just give me a, so, so do you mainly do, um, and for anybody listening, hardscapes are like patios, retaining walls, um, outdoor living areas. But like, um, is it mainly outdoor uh, patios and stuff, or like, do you do maintenance services? So we don't take care of any maintenance. My passion would be in stonework, masonry. I love uh, awesome. Probably some of the hardest work, but I love the outcome of it. It allows me to really be an artist. And uh, so we don't get a lot sure. of pages, of course. We we've branched out, man. Over the years, I've I've done a quite a bit of different stuff. You know, brick retaining walls, stone retaining walls. I've tried to do a little bit of everything. I learned though that it was important to specialize in a few things to get really good at it. The problem was with doing a bunch of different things is me and my guys could never really get good and get in a rhythm to make it profitable. So these projects where you had a bunch of different. Um, items in it, you know, the fire pit retaining wall, landscape lighting, plant design. I had to narrow down what we could get the best at and try to land more of those projects to change my profit margins. Cause you know, of course, man, it's, it's hard to learn how to run the company, get really good at building the stuff to where your name, you don't want to burn your name, right? You got to learn how to build mm, it correct. Right. Make it awesome and build a good reputation. And then you've got to be able to find the guys and train the guys that can do that with you in the hopes that one day you can step away from it and they can do it without you having to stand over them all the time. And uh, it's been a struggle. We're still, it's just me and two guys right now. We stay small. Heck yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the project. Usually, you know, I, 
I won't say 24-7. I get a chance to step off sometimes, but, and I don't mind it for the most part. The projects where I'm ha I am have to be there every day, it gets really hard to land more projects, you know, go out to do sure. the designs. Like, that's a struggle, man. And But the one thing that I won't do, I'll say, I will say this, meeting Joshua Gillow was the greatest blessing my company and myself have had because that man has dude josh is the man yeah, <laughs> he's well, the freaking man I, you know you knew we knew each other right yeah. yeah yeah so god we met did you ever hear how him and i met no probably not so god it's crazy because i i was um i was in a really bad spot so it was about two and a half years ago and for anybody listening, Joshua Gillo, he is um, both of our Facebook friends. He's our real friends, too. Um, I know I've seen on Facebook um, and Instagram, too, Justin's attended some of Joshua's events, um, some, like, hiking events, mountain climbing events. Looks so badass. I want to do it sometime. Uh, it, it, it looks really cool, man. And and just knowing Josh, I'm sure it's just a hell of an, hell of an experience. So that's really neat. And, and how they're doing all the videography with Zach now and everything. It's really cool. Uh but anyways, I met Josh, so um, just to give you a little bit of background, it was about two and a half years ago, and um, my business was, we were doing pretty damn well, like we had a lot going, like um, this was about five years into the business, uh, five or six, uh, at that time we were, we were, we were north of a million dollars, you know, we had some great co companies that we were constantly working with where there was business coming in, I mean, I was we were in a good spot, but I was the most miserable person. Like I would easily get pissed off at my employees. Um, you know, I would just stuff that shouldn't aggravate me was getting to me. And I, it, it was like, I could never get to happiness. I would go home. I'd be pissed off. I might, you know, have a couple of drinks and relax a little bit, but then the next morning I would feel hungover and then I would just be in a shitty mood. And it was like, it was just a cycle, like this is repetitive bullshit i remember thinking a few times like what the hell like i grew up in an entrepreneurial family I, I i always wanted to own a business you know i have all these things going why why oh why do i hate this and then um so do you know Dwayne? um draw draw i always draw again or whatever i, I, I have a hard time pronouncing his last name yeah, so anyways joshua commented on one of Dwayne's posts for anybody listening these are two people that um justin and i both know on facebook so justin and i and Joshua and Dwayne and tons of people in the landscape industry and I'm sure other industries too are all online sharing what they do, teaching, networking. It's it's a beautiful thing, right? Well, Joshua commented on Dwayne's one one of Dwayne's posts that said two millimeter ATF, um, which stands for two millimeter growth and like all aspects of your life. And then Tony Robbins talks a lot about how like. I don't know how easy it is to see in this video, but like right now I'm like in like the Superman st statue, like two millimeters forward is like just a little bit of an adjustment, but it completely changes your physiology and like your chemical makeup. Have you heard of that stuff? Yeah. So really, really powerful stuff. Well, I didn't know what that meant. And I've always been that person that's like, hey, what can I, like what little like sayings and little knacks can I learn or like tricks or tools, you know, like. Like I have sticky notes all over my desk. Like this one, it says the opportunity is in the show up or like fuck self doubt, like do what others won't do so that someday you can do what others can't do. You know, like just little phrases. So I was really curious, like, Hey, what's that two millimeter ATF stand for? And Josh is like, dude, call me tomorrow. Um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you about it. So I called him and he explained that. And then he's like, man, and uh, this was during COVID. He's like, dude, in like um, two weeks, um, which, by the way, for anybody listening, Joshua lives in Pennsylvania. Dwayne lives in Chicago. I live in Iowa. Um, where do you live, Justin? North Carolina. North Carolina. Sorry, that's off topic, but I was curious. Anyways, he was like, in two weeks, um, I'm having a bunch of people out to an Airbnb, and we're doing a virtual Tony Robbins UPW event. Um, like I said, it was COVID, so Tony Robbins wasn't doing any live events. Everything was virtual. Um, and... Um, for anybody listening, Joshua, who we're talking about, he owns a company called Yes Express, where he helps business owners, landscape business owners specifically, learn how to optimize their leads and like who who their business markets to so that businesses can really cut out a lot of the waste and going and working with people who they don't want to work with. Um, and so he, he obviously works with 
landscapers across the country. Well, he was inviting a bunch of his customers um, who I was able to meet and become friends with and still are friends with um, to his place in Pennsylvania. Well, it was a three-day event. He's like, dude, if you want to come out, no cost to you, come on out. And, and I was in a bad spot. Like I was, I've, I've told a couple people this story. I felt guided, like God, godly guided. I'm like, I got to go to this. So it was a 13 hour drive. I hopped in my truck and drove all the way there. And, uh, dude, it was the freaking epiphany of my life. Like before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and loves surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. Now, let's get back to our conversation. through those workshops with Tony, like Tony Robbins, um, it's people that know me, hear me talk about him so much that they're probably like, who is this freaking guy? And why does he think he's so freaking awesome? Right. But if you, anybody doesn't know who Tony Robbins is go on Facebook or on Netflix and watch the documentary. I am not your guru kind of explains kind of what he does and how he goes about it. But anyways, just had some amazing epiphanies that weekend of about like why I was doing what I was doing, like the reasoning behind it, like underlying reasons and uh i I learned that like i started the business to get money to make money which is okay that's fine you got to be opportunistic but once i became successful you know pretty successful i I was too focused on what was next too focused on the forward like where is my business going what is my next customer what who is my next employee like what's the next kind of equipment i want to buy i was so freaking focused on that that i didn't take any time to appreciate this fucking beast that I just built like within five years from nothing like my grandma literally co-signed on a loan which enabled me to start the business and then within five years it was you know a multi-million dollar company and I was still I was drinking I was smoking weed all the time I was just fucking the most unhappy person in the world which is complete bullshit like come on Mike there's people that have way less that are way happier you know and you hear people um like Robin Williams killing himself. He could make anybody laugh. One of the happiest people in the entire world. And so that's what that's I'm that's how I met Joshua. He invited me to that. And it just it's it literally so over the last two and a half years now, since that happened, I'm shaking right now. I'm so excited. I I've I've just been on that my trajectory has just freaking excelled because I've I've learned that that's the other thing. At that UPW, I learned the word fulfillment. Fulfillment. Like we need to be doing what we do with our lives to fulfill ourselves and in a way that brings joy to us organically, you know, like, and so I learned at that, at that seminar that I need to scale my business and I need to create a way to impact, contribute to other people. And, and that, that why that really strong burning force inside of me has allowed me to become even more successful. And that's why I'm, so grateful that I've met Josh. That's why I'm so freaking pumped about Tony Robbins and those seminars. And that's why, like you asked me earlier, why I do this podcast. It's truly like, it was that it's like fulfillment. I want to contribute to other people. And so it's just, a, it's a freaking awesome thing, dude. And um, yeah, Joshua, I, I, I can't remember what got us on to Josh. Um, but, but just a wonderful guy. And, and that's, a, if, if, if there's any lesson that anybody could take from the last eight minutes of me explaining what that all meant is when you're thinking about why you do what you do, which you should definitely think about, that's worth figuring out, consider doing something for the, that will benefit other people. Um, you know, whether, or maybe it's, maybe it's that you, you become so successful that you have time freedom that allows you to spend time helping other people or maybe it's creating a business that 
you make so much money that you can afford to donate food to the food pantry or, you know, buying Christmas gifts um, for people. So that's just, I guess, a little bit of a segue. I'm sorry if I got off topic, but that's how I met Josh. That's that's what's motivated me to get to where I'm at. And, and it sounds like you agree that Josh was a badass. And how, how would you ever meet Josh? So I, I watched a video. Cruz was talking about uh, sales. Sure. And he was talking about Joshua. And at the time, that was what I struggled with the most. How do I close jobs? I could get leads, but how do I close these jobs? I wasn't very confident. Um, and it shows to clients when you're not confident. Or if you're extremely confident, sure. that shows too and puts the client at ease. And that's how they feel about me now. If I go up to a, a project and we go to do a quote or I make a phone call, I am the best choice you have to build an awesome outdoor living space. I don't care who it is. I love that. You call. I'm the best. And, you know, that might not be true. I'm sure there's somebody out there better than me. But, you know, I, tr I really believe that, well, that, you know, that's not true. I don't think there's anybody out there better than me because I put, put my heart and soul into it when I build the project. Amen. No, own that, dude. That's, that's fucking beautiful. Like, I love that. It's I'm seriously, if, dude. Like, you when are. I build, when I build them, it's as if it's my own project. You know what I mean? Like, I, I put a lot of love into it. So, but, but I, when I called him, he told me about the sales process and it was the first time I ever believed a salesman. I truly believed it because he spoke about every struggle I had and he had answers for those struggles. And I didn't have much money. I had, uh, you know, I had maybe like $15,000 in the bank. I paid how much it cost for his program. I bought a laptop, basically spent almost all the money in my bank account to go through that. Wow. It was, it was the best investment I had ever made. Um, God, that's cool. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so you, so you invested all this money. You, so you, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Like if you want to be successful, you have to be able to take risk. Like you uh -huh. took risk, dude. And like, that's, what's freaking cool is you came from, not to say you came from nothing, but you came from very little and look, look at what you're building. I mean, dude, that's freaking awesome. Let me, let me ask you this. What is something you've learned starting and building your business that you believe everybody should know? Focus on the moments. It, I could see my company in five years, it won't be a multi-million dollar company. And I could just as easily sit here and start to compare myself to you, which comparison is a thief of joy. So I got to shut that Amen. down. I can't compare myself to other people, but also like, man, I will not work six days a week, every week. I will spend my weekend with my wife and my family. Uh, and Joshua has taught me this and it's, it's to enjoy the moments because I mm. can chase that dollar. Right. I mean, you, you know, reading the book about the richest man in Babylon and just understanding the people that had all the money in the world, but still killed themselves because money would never give them. It will never fill that void that they had inside. Really truly what is going to fill that void is Jesus Christ. That is what will mm. feel to give to give you peace to understand that the things of this world mean nothing. You can't take it with you. And money, I do like money. I like the things that it allows me to do. I'm able to travel. You know, I went to Italy for my honeymoon. That was but a, a dream. I never thought I'd travel outside the country. Yeah, I don't want to spend two weeks in Italy, but I have to remind myself quite often that. You know, focus on the moments, no matter what. It's a stressful situation. I've had plenty of extremely painful situations and losses, you know, financial losses in my business that have uh, caused me to feel like giving up, right? But at the end of the day, I, I still had my wife. I have my family. I got my great looks. And my, <laughs> Hell my, yeah. my, I'm a very blessed man because of the things i have in my life money can't buy the things that money can't buy the money could be gone tomorrow man you know I, i'm i don't know how long how long i'll have on this earth i could live a full life or i could pass soon and yep. understanding that how precious life is and how it can be gone in a moment you know to really realize that will help you focus on the moments and not the future so much like not to worry about it i'll work as hard as i can i'll do my best I'll put my faith in God. And now that doesn't mean I don't experience fear. I, I do experience my fair share of fear. 
but at the end and of I the think day, that's normal you know I think everybody does it's just controlling that survival brain you know it's well, yeah it's like the video you talked about with fear you were experiencing it and I love people that share their pain I listen to motivational speakers and stuff but I need to be able to relate with you so if you talk about how badass mm. you are and how you overcome everything and you never experience those struggles that you want to quit up first of all I know that's false I know that you're human. Yeah, right. you're gonna have those struggles but I love the people that talk about the struggles as well because I, I want to be able to relate with you and if you never struggle Amen. then I we have nothing in common <laughs> I'm well and that's much. where like coming from a place of like hardship like people can relate to that like you said like if you just have some primo lifestyle like everything was handed to you like everybody's gonna be like who is this fairy tale like we're not gonna listen to them like, dude, you would have a great career. Like, you you could really excel at public speaking because you've had that background. You know, like, just keep grinding and keep building because everything that you you like, everything that you've done, and same thing with me and a lot of people, and this goes for everybody, really. It doesn't matter what your past is, but every everything you've built is like a is proof that somebody can be. Don't take me the wrong way, dude. Just here, but now they're freaking here. It's like. That, like it's 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 so attainable and all it takes is a positive mindset it's and in realizing like tony robbins always says that when things are happening they're happening for us not to us like what can we learn from these situations you know pain is probably the greatest blessing of all because that's what will mold you mm. you know unless you give up you could give up yeah you don't you could through you know the night is always darkest just before dawn like don't give up because it's right I think around. There's some gold there. And, and not just to keep name dropping Tony, but another thing he says is something along the lines of the amount of, I think it's, it's like the amount of freedom or the amount of success or the amount of prosperity a person realizes is directly proportional to the amount of uncertainty they are okay with going through. So like a lot, a lot of, which, Uncertainty to me is similar to, to quitting or it's it's the opposite of quitting because like a lot of people quit because they give up on themselves or they give up on believing that they have that they have a chance, which is kind of correlates with uncertainty because you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I, I don't I don't know if I can do that. Well, if, if like, for instance, you like you talked about a couple of times where you've had hardships and it's caused you to think about quitting. Well, there was something that kept you from quitting and it's that freaking just that badass mentality and that confidence and the, the certainty in yourself that you can do it. And so many people, unfortunately, don't look at life that way. And so they they get into a hard situation, they quit and then they and then they whatever life might get easier or it whatever it doesn't get harder or might get harder but they, they just get used to like quitting like i don't want to name drop them but i'm thinking of some people in my life that i know that they just they're quitters they just are great at quitting and well it's easy that's why socialism is bullshit man there's some people deserve more than others yes what are you gonna say sorry man damn right damn right no yeah quitting's the easy part I mean, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just fucking awesome. And dude, I'm, I'm so glad I had you on today, Justin, because like I said, and like I've said earlier, like I've, I've been following you, like, you know, it's social media is great because you can kind of surround yourself with like-minded people. Like you're always sharing positive stuff and putting great stuff out into the world. Um, so that's, that's freaking awesome. And, I'm, and, and just after learning your story, you know, it's, um, I guess, I never took the time to really look into who you were just because you know how it is. There's always so much going on. Um, I didn't know all this about you. And that that's just, I mean, you, dude, you're, fuck, you're a fucking badass. Like the fact that you went from a six year, and, and I realized that a drug addiction was even longer than six years, but six years addicted to heroin, get, got out of it, have, have since then, got married, have, started a business, the, the route that you took to get in a business, the way that somebody asked you to do it, you failed forward, you learned how to do it, and then now you're doing it, you have two employees. Um, man, I tell you what, it's freaking exciting to see you where you're at, and I, because I can see you and me, I mean you, 
Um, I'm, I'm really excited for you. So what are some of the goals that you have for the next three to five years for your business? Well, I definitely want to grow. I want to be able to, so I, I bought equipment early on. So I'll have that paid off in 2025. Um, so the, the size of my company and of course the employees that I can hire that will give me more freedom and allow me to step away from it and not be so controlling. And, and that, that will only time will tell that will be, I'm sure one, one more struggle, but that's the ultimate goal. Oh, it's part of business. Yeah. And I tell you what, there will, that's the thing as you're, as you grow, like some people think the, the, um, responsibilities are like the bullshit stuff gets easier. It's, it's there. It's just, Usually, if you do it right, at least what I've found is you have more with a bigger business, you have more momentum and more financial capital, which just allows you just it's not as big of a problem, but you still have them. Right. But well, you get really good at but, man, I'm, I'm yeah. great with chaos, especially. Yeah, that's one thing that my past did. Like, bro, so comfortable in chaos most of the time. It's like, oh, shit, get, let me get my blanket <laughs> yeah. get snuggled in. Everybody this, else is like freaking out. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys, oh, yeah. just calm down. We got this. Yeah, yeah I can relate, when, man. When COVID, COVID hit. I'm like, this ain't shit, y'all. You ever been strung <laughs> out on heroin? Y'all are fucking freaking yeah. out. You were, there will right. always be another crisis. Save some energy for the next crisis. There's going to be another one, I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. It's so true, though. Yeah. Oh my God. It's fuck. And it's it, it, mindset is kind of like a catch all phrase, but if it's, I consider that mindset, it's like a strong, rigid, positive mindset that, you know, that some people easily come out. Like my, I guess mindset is kind of an interesting word because there's all kinds of different mindsets. There's positive, there's stress, there's worry, there's ambition, you know, there's all these different things. And some people just easily fall out of those categories. Whereas what you're explaining is like, when shit hits the fan, you're able to stay in that, which is leadership. Like in order to be a leader, you have to be able to like, when all the shit's going crazy, be able to say, no, this is what's going on. You got to be able to identify the bare bones of the situation, identify a plan and move forward. Like with what you're talking about, what you can do, you're a good leader because you can actually do that. But some people just, they start freaking freaking out, like focusing on the loss and focusing on what they're going to miss out on. And it's 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 amazing, dude. The trait that you're explaining is what allows you to be that fucking amazing achiever in life. And well, like, that's cool. When I started my company, like, bro, that the one thing I didn't want to have was regret. I needed to know. Like, if I failed, then at least I failed trying. But I needed mm. to know. So every time I take a risk, and I take plenty of them, it's because I need to know. Like, I need. Is it a good idea? Is it a risk? I don't know, but I, you know, if it's a bad idea, I'm gonna find out either way. I'll hit my head against the wall mm. plenty of times, but I'm I'm gonna continue to try because I don't want to sit back and think what if. If I had never started, Damn my right. life, I would spend my whole life working for somebody else, and I would always wish that I had tried to start my company, you know, and thought what mm. if. So the one thing I don't want to die with is regret, and I don't think I will. So one of the, no, that's beautiful, Justin. One, some, there's a retirement home close by here in my, in my town and they had something on like their board last year. It said, I think it, I think it was something along the lines of, uh-oh is better than what if, or something like that. Like learning that you shouldn't or that you, you know, is way better than like you said, being on your deathbed and wishing, well, what if? Like, you know, isn't that the truth? It's worth it, bro. It, it, even if it goes down in a flame of glory and it, this shit all blows up, <laughs> at least, at least as long as you're healthy, that's all that matters, man. I mean, I've said before, like when I'm talking about my goals and like what I want to do, I'm like, some, I'll say the only thing stopping me is death itself. Literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to try like fucking hell to, to make it happen. And if it doesn't, so be it. If I happen to die, at least I died trying. And that, that's might might be one of the biggest things that I took away from that Tony Robbins thing was just thinking about what like with the way I was living my life at that time, if I would have died, I would have or like if I would have had a moment to consider my life before I passed, I would have been the most unhappy person in the world because I wasn't I wasn't the best boyfriend, I wasn't the best employee. 
I was basically fake because to the public, I was this positive guy, but behind closed doors, I was an asshole and stressed and, you know, it, I was not real. And so, and so that was, it was so unfulfilling. I was just fucking chasing the dollar and doing what I knew I could to make money, but I wasn't doing it for any reason bigger than myself, you know? And, and God, if there's anything I can tell people in life, if you're struggling at all, if you find yourself being complacent and being ungrateful and taking stuff for granted, it might have to do with you don't have a strong enough core reasoning for why you're doing what you're doing. But God, man. Oh, well, we're kind of wrapping up here. And by the way, Justin, dude, you're, you're such a badass. I'm, I got to have you back on this show. I think what we should do is like maybe like six months or eight months from now, just do a follow up and we can kind of like talk about like, where you're at and like what you're, where you're growing and kind of just do a follow-up because you've got some really good mindsets and you've said a lot of really good things that have, have got me to also talk more, um, which, which we both just brought out some amazing points that I think are really going to help the listeners. So you're, you're one of the favorite people, one of my favorite people I've had on my show so far. So thanks for that. Yeah. Um, where can listeners find you online? Um, just like Facebook or Instagram. Facebook. I have a business page, but I usually post most of my stuff on on my personal page. So Justin Lauder, sure. Uh, our, our website is lauderfamilyhardscapes.com. But now if you want to reach out through Facebook, I do like to network. I don't, I don't network as much as I should. It's hard, you know, balances is, is sure. almost uh, impossible. So family, business, yeah. friends, networking. Um, and, but I, you know, I don't overwhelm myself either. So I, I don't, I don't do more than I can. And I, I put my time where it, where it matters most. That's typically with family and friends and, and then networking for businesses is, uh, below all of those things, but you know, yeah. Yeah. It's important, you know, in life that we constantly work on our personal life and, you know, people it's, um, one analogy I like to hold on to is the whole like, um, oxygen mask thing. It's like, if you're on a plane, you don't put the oxygen mask on your, you know, your, kids first because then you might pass out like you have to take care of yourself and you know i I tell my wife all the time it's like you know because we have a two-year-old now we have a a baby that we just had this past sunday crazy by the way um but it's like we we have to (laughs) thank you we we have to make sure that sydney and i our love is top priority because someday our kids are going to move out and then what is there to, to to have right and and it's and it's interesting because not only is my and Sydney and my wife and you and your wife's like you know our relationship's really important. What's even kind of insane and kind of hard to deal with is even more important than that is our own well-being. Seriously, like we can't like if I don't take care of myself, I could have a heart attack and my my wife won't have me. You know, and so it's. It's really weird how we have to kind of think about that when we're thinking about how we spend our day. Like, like I spend about two and a half to three hours every day working on myself, just working out, making sure I get a good breakfast, reading some books, doing pretty much nothing that has a direct, it has a correlation, it definitely affects income, but it, it's it's kind of hard to see that it's causing income, right? But that's that's some, those are some important takeaways, so... Um, well, Justin, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners before we log off? What you said, work on yourself. Everything else falls into place. You will make more money. The business will get will get bigger. It'll get better. The relationships with your family, your wife, whoever it may be, everything gets better if you focus on becoming the best version of yourself, whatever that might mean for you. And But more importantly, like, bro, don't let the moments pass by. Enjoy don't the let moments. the moments pass by. And understand how precious the time is and so how do you even more specifically how do you how how, are, how can you be really good about not letting the moments go by really like man when when things hit the fan sometimes i i take a day off or i might take a weekend off uh i'll take the guys to go do something fun like bro if i've had a stressful week or a stressful month like hey it's time to go have fun i'll take the crew to the shooting range or we'll go play paintball or go race go-karts i mean what what is it really going to hurt i'm not going to make as much money but i'm definitely enjoying life more and also enriching the lives of my guys like they 
they have the best boss that sure. you could have. I take such good care of them, and, and they know that. They believe that because I love them, and I understand there's more to life than work. But, mm. you know, and it's like with my family, luckily I married a Mexican. They are extremely family-oriented. She has taught me so much. Sure, yeah, they are. You a family. God put her in my life for a reason. She has changed me so much, but but we still we spend a lot of time with the family, you know. And uh, there have been times where I was like, "Oh no, I can't do this. We can't go on a vacation. I've got to work. I, I need to work. The numbers don't look as good as they need to, you know." And but that's that's just not the case because the money, like I said, the money don't mean shit. The numbers don't matter. It will all come in time. But the moments you spend with your family, that like those those are gone. You'll never get that back Amen. and cherishing the moment. So sometimes it's just slowing down and, and really thinking like a good gratitude list is good. What, what am I grateful for? Even the smallest things, bro. When I was homeless, I never could take a hot shower, like clean underwear, these little things that we tend to take for granted. And just to remind myself of what life was once like and what it is now. I mean, heck dude, we, we just bought a house. I bought a half a million dollar house, which, which in my market ain't shit because the fucking real estate market <laughs> insane around here. I just want to say. Right. Crazy. I mean, it's That's insane. awesome, though. Congratulations. <laughs> but it's insane to think about, man. And But I can still be ungrateful. I, I can With everything I have, everything I'm blessed with, I can still be ungrateful if I don't focus on the things that truly matter. So. It's literally a simple. Dude, that's beautiful. That's freaking awesome. I mean, that's so simple and so freaking powerful at the same time. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's literally what was going on in my life where I was wrong because I wasn't in the moment. I was too forward thinking, you know, and once I learned, like you said, to focus on, like I literally started writing down every day, 10 things that I was grateful for and would do that every day. And it, it changed my life. So I guess to so, answer your question, I, I, would, I would say to answer your question, I would say to stop. Just stop. Just if stop. It's for, if it's for a day or whatever the time may be, just stop and go spend time with family. Go take a hike. Go get out in nature. Erase work from your mind. Get rid of that shit. Mm. You know, and and it'll bring you back to center. And it does a great God, job. I love it. It does a great job of that for me. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Um, Justin, for being on our show. With that, we have reached the ending of today's episode. I'm Michael Maloney, and this was the Michael Maloney Show. See you on the next episode. That was another episode of the Michael Maloney Show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.